0: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back once again to the Jacob Media YouTube channel. This is Draft Takes. I'm Derek Gunn. It is brought to you by Local 98. iba, IBA. EW Local 98. Mark Lynch is your business manager. Thousands of you have continued to follow us throughout the course of the draft. We thank you so much. Keep smashing a like button. Keep subscribing to the Jacob Media YouTube channel as well. Of course, the Eagles have had a tremendous dr- draft and as Howie Ros- Roseman does each and every year, he shocks us in some ways. And I think one of the biggest shocks of this particular draft is what they were able to do with their second round, a second pick in the first round Instead of sliding down and trying to slide up, oh, no, they make a trade. They go out and get not just a wide receiver, but they got a proven commodity. in A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans. And for a few moments, I want to bring in the godfather, the dean of football in this region. You know him from NBC Sports Philadelphia, WIP Radio. He is a Hall of Fame writer. He is one of my all-time favorite people. I refer to him as the Godfather of football knowledge, Ray Dinger. Ray, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing great,
0: Derek. How are you? Good. Uh, so, how shocked were you that the Eagles were able to pull off this deal and get the likes of an AJ Brown? They gave up two high commodity draft picks to get him, but wow, they had uh, uh, they get a guy whose just talents are endless.
1: Yeah, um, I was very surprised. I, I you know, I, I knew they were going to come away with a receiver, at least one this weekend um but i didn't see this you know i thought they were going to draft um and listen there are plenty and the draft is shown there are plenty of wide receivers in this draft and uh, yeah. i thought that was where they were going to go looking for help but if you can turn a draft pick into a proven pro bowl player already i think that's pretty smart um, what happened that night was one of the uh hazards of live television because uh, they came to us. Uh, they came to us right away as soon as the as soon as the trade was made, to, to go on on streaming, and uh, I, you know, I knew the whole AJ Brown story, uh, and uh, I was I was aware. I don't know how many of the people in Philadelphia in our audience were aware of what the kid went through last year, um, yeah. the emotional issues he went through, um, the severe depression. Um, the the open conversation about uh, having suicidal thoughts. I mean, all of this stuff, I knew all about all of this. I also knew the football part of it, but I also knew uh, where he was last year uh, and what he was going through emotionally. And so when Barrett and I came on to announce the thing, Barrett, of course, was very enthusiastic about the Eagles getting a big time playmaker. And I'm going through my mind, how much of this other stuff do I really want to get into right now? Um, And I wasn't very comfortable with it because I really didn't know. I saw his press conference when he talked about what he was going through, and it was pretty intense. Uh, And I didn't know where he was today in relation to that. So when Barrett threw it over to me and said, what do you think about the trade? I said, "I, I, I have my concerns about this. I didn't want to get into exactly why, but I just kind of put it out there that I understand why people are excited, but there's a lot more here than people understand, but I didn't want to get into it at that time. And uh, I I think that, you know, A.J.'s going to come in here and he'll do a press conference, and I'm sure he'll be asked about it, and he'll be able to explain it in his own terms, and he'll be able to tell it the way he wants to tell it. But that night, Derek, I think you can understand what live television is like Um, I mean, this was pretty this was pretty deep stuff and I didn't want to just kind of at the first 30 seconds that he was in Philadelphia, just kind of throw all this stuff out there uh, and kind of muddy the water. So I just kind of said, look, it's not as easy as people think. There's a lot of stuff going on here, but it's more than just a football that needs to be sorted out. But over the course of the next 24 hours, I made some phone calls I talked to some people, contacted some people online were closer to the story and what they said was yes he went through a really rough time uh, yeah. but he's gotten help uh and he's he's cool now you know and everybody said he was a great kid we know what a terrific player he's been so now i'm pretty comfortable with what the eagles did but at the time knowing kind of everything that i knew yeah were there concerned sure there were but it looks like thank goodness for him and for everybody else it looks like he's worked that out
0: Ray, if there's an organization that knows a thing or two about dealing with anxiety and depression, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. When you talk about what they went through with Brandon Brooks and Lane Johnson,
1: right? That's and you know it, it's it's Derek. You, I mean, you've been around this game a long time. You're close to yeah. the players. Um, I don't think I don't think the average fan really understands that part of it. Uh, the yep. mental the mental part of what these guys have to deal with the pressure that they're under. The expectation, um, and the other part of it, which I found out from talking to some people down there, which was a big part of AJ's problem, was the whole yeah. social media thing. Uh, apparently, uh, social media is—listen, it's—it's it's a tremendous vehicle that uh, society lives in today, but it can be very, it can be very destructive, uh, and we've seen what it's done to a lot of young people. And apparently, AJ kind of got caught up in that, uh, and it kind of accelerated his depression issues. Uh, and he went to a pretty dark place. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know that a lot of these players, that they all the coaches all try to say stay away from social media, stay away from Well, that's easier said than done. I mean, because these right. kids have grown up with it. It's a part of their life. Uh, and it can be a great thing, but it can also be a really, really harmful thing. And, uh, you know, apparently A.J. went through it, but hopefully hopefully, he's resolved all that. And when he comes to Philadelphia and steps on the field, he'll be the guy that you saw go to the Pro Bowl
0: I couldn't agree with you more, Ray. And, and when I look at this young man on film, it, it's just amazing the, the the endless potential that he has. I compare him in some ways to a DK Metcalf in terms of size and ability to break tackles. Who would you compare him to? And 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 more importantly, what are the attributes that you like about his game? Um, that I think you
1: hit on it. Um, the comparison. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is another one that's similar to yeah. uh, that um, can really catch the ball, but is very dangerous once he has the ball in his hands. Um, I mean, if you go back and you look at, especially and especially 2020, when he was so yep. good in uh, 2020, I mean, how many of his touchdowns were, was he breaking two, three tackles to get into the end zone? I mean, it's, you know, he, he catches the ball well, you're right, he runs good patterns, very smart receiver. Um, but when he's got the ball in his hands, he's, he's tough to bring down. And I think that the, the, the caring of he and Devonte Smith will be a very good one. Uh, I, I think that, uh, I think they complement each other very well and it helps. It certainly helps that he's already got a relationship with Jalen Hurts. Uh, and one of the, uh, obviously one of the priorities of this off season was, was getting more weapons for your young quarterback. And, um, if. If uh, A.J. Brown can come in here and be the player that he was his first two years in the league, last year was a down year for him. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, you look at his numbers, his numbers reflect it, but if you watched his play, um, there are a lot more drops. You know, he missed three games with injury. It was a tough year for him all around. Uh, but if he's healthy now and he can come in and be the player he was a couple of years ago, this offense becomes much, much better.
0: Ray, thank you. I don't want to hold you because I just heard that the Eagles have traded up to 181 now, and I know you have other commitments there at NBC Sports Philadelphia. I thank you for hopping on with me. I love you to death. He is Ray Dittinger from NBC Sports Philadelphia, WIP Radio Hall of Fame writer. I only wish I could have done a third of what he has done in his career, and I thank you, my friend. Uh, Enjoy your football Saturday, man. You too. Always a pleasure, Derek. all right, brother. All right, that's going to wrap up this segment. Of course, Ray, very insightful on the trials and tribulations that um, and A.J. Brown went through. Hey, don't go anywhere. We've got a lot more coming uh, for you as well. This is the Jacob Media YouTube channel. This is Draft Takes. It is presented by IBEW Local 98, Mark Lynch, business manager. Don't forget, each and every day, Monday through Friday, from noon to 3, we hope you tune in for Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, and myself on Sports Take as we cover everything in the Philadelphia region. And also, hey, make your summer plans right now at Ocean Casino Resort, the exclusive provider of all Jacob Media content. Go for the beach. Go for the win. I'm Derek Gunn. This is Draft Takes. Don't go anywhere. We've got more coming up.